Welcome to the Bumblecast. I'm your host, Ian Flynn, the Bumble King, and joining me as always is my Bumble co-host, Kyle JCRB Kraus. Well, you know, Ian, we do that live stream thing once a month, right? Mm-hmm. We get a lot of questions during that, and we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we don't have all the time in the world to answer all of them. So what are we going to do? Well, we're going to answer them now is what we're going to do. Well, heck, that sounds like a good idea to me. All this episode now, is from Priority YouTube Super Chats. So anyway, sorry for cutting you off there. Go ahead. No, no, no. Part of the reason why we have such a bag lock this time is I was sick when we were live, and I just couldn't get through them as much as I normally do. And I'm still recovering from that. So <laughs> uh, let's get it done. Let's just do it. Let's, yeah, wrap, yeah. let's put a bow on this. <laughs> Let's answer some questions. Well, also, the reason why we didn't uh, get through them all is because we had, like, uh, almost as many uh, Super Chat questions as we did regular questions. So that's great, (laughs) but also a little harrowing. Well, here we are. We're going to get caught up (laughs) on them. So let's not waste any more time. Thanks to everyone who has supported us with the Super Chats and sending questions and everything in the joined us in the chat and everything you guys you guys are fun it's a good time so let's go ahead and get into it this one is from jj slider in secret rings eraser plus ifrit golem could destroy the arabian knights world by destroying the book's pages if those two did make it to a world without text slash pages could they destroy said world anyway i don't think so i think their powers are a production of their particular universe it's contextual I imagine that they could cause some serious damage, but I don't think they could attack the real world on the same scale as they are able to attack the book world. Mm. Well, that is a lot of damage. Here's one from the Might of Gaburra. Hey again, Ian. Are you a lore manager? I think I asked you this before, and there's been many discussions in the Sonic community about it. Uh, That is one of my jobs. I'm a narrative director by title over at Aether Studios. And I am on the lore managing council group, whatever word we're using, (laughs) uh, with the Sonic brand. Uh, That amounts to I show up at meetings to discuss story-related material. Yes. And sometimes you even get to speak and say things. And Mm -hmm. sometimes other people agree with you. Sometimes they don't. That means you don't have the power to just make anything you want canon, right? Correct. Correct. Or non-canon, as it were. I'm still going to blame you for making Sonic Labyrinth non-canon, though. That was definitely your fault. Because if <laughs> I know anything about it, if I know anything about you, Ian, I know that you would, of course, want to immediately remove something from canon and not figure out some way, somehow, to use it. That's me. That's totally you. You would never, ever, like, when you came, when you did Archie, you never brought any elements back. You just, it was you, all you, all you, buddy, all the time. Can't wait for the one-hour reaction video. Ian Flynn finally admits that he hates Sonic. I mean, you don't? One Google image (laughs) search from, like, ten years ago. (laughs) You don't? But give it, like, angry eyebrows or something. <laughs> Are you just describing the thumbnail we're going to give this episode? Uh, maybe. <laughs> you do them more often than not. <laughs> Here's one from Meta Mode. 
In Advance 3, the entire world was split into pocket dimensions. Does this mean that Route 99 was an aggregate of every metro- metropolitan area on Earth? That would have been interaction gold. <laughs> no, I just think it was that particular city slash highway was in its own little pocket. I don't think all the zones accounted for all the space of the world. It just represented all of the cities in all the world. But it wasn't it's the all one the where cities. Sonic and friends happened to go. Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> Here's one from OzJam. In terms of Sonic's personality in the movies, do you think it would be better if he was more like his game personality, or was it better to make him more unique from others? I think it was better to make him more unique. Yeah. Make him his own distinct character. And, you know, it's the first Sonic movie. He needed an arc. Modern Sonic doesn't do arcs, really. (laughs) Maybe a personal lesson for the moment, but he doesn't change, really, from game to game. Sonic doesn't learn anything. I know know that there are different interpretations and whatnot. There is some differentiations between titles. Don't get nitpicky with me. I mean that he doesn't advance character-wise too much. So having movie Sonic be his own character with his own arc and growth is fine. It is good. It's funny that he doesn't advance considering there were literally three advance games. Three three times that it said Sonic advance. Sonic advance. Advance Sonic. Waka waka. I'm I'm terrible. I know. I'll stop. Just kidding. Never stop. I think that was a pretty advanced joke. Really? I thought it was more remedial. (laughs) System 509 has a question. Fun little idea. Eggman asked the Mario brothers to babysit Sage for a day. How did the brothers handle an evil AI ghost girl for a day? I'm just imagining this is like the Super Mario Super Show versions (laughs) of them. Uh, The cartoon versions or the live action actors? Yes. I want it to be the live action ones, and they've got like some CRT monitor that has Sage superimposed and post <laughs> popping in. Yeah, yeah. And she's like inexplicably possessing various electronic devices around the set so the lamp flickers or the vacuum turns on to spook Luigi. The microwave inexplicably has a speaker. <laughs> And she just kind of terrorizes them because she can. Yeah. And then there's a lesson about, you know, gentle but firm parenting by proxy. And she decides that they're not so bad right <laughs> as Eggman comes to take her home. <laughs> and then Eggman is just a live action guy <laughs> with a mm-hmm. big old mustache mm-hmm. and blue glasses mm-hmm. and a bald cap. Yeah. 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 Special end credits version where Sage sings Do the Mario. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, and she's in the corner like a looping gif. Just. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. I dig it. Uh, I mean, I can't add anything else. You've done it. Diamond Death has a question. So, Tales in the Music Maker is canon? <laughs> no why not well because i say so clearly i have the authority <laughs> oh some people are going to take that seriously out of context and it's going to get you in big trouble sir 
We've been at this for so many years. There have been so many bad faith takes. I'm tired of walking on eggshells. <laughs> Let them get their YouTube clicks. I'm done. <laughs> all right. All right. Fine. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Mighty Gabura has a question again. With Tails' implications on the multiverse, I would use it to say anything related to Sonic is somewhere in his multiverse. Is this agreeable and okay? Sure. Is it? I don't know. Maybe. Here's one from Finest Cacophony. Kian, Lyle, you boys keeping hydrated? I think it's supposed to be E-Isle, because it gave me your K. Oh, I, I, I did the thing that you got mad, you get mad at people for doing, calling you Lan. Whoops. <laughs> well, my bad. Should I be cross because that's me by proxy, or amused because that's what it is? Oh, that's silly. Yeah. Yes, hydration is key. Mm, hydration. I like hydration. Just as long as you remember, it's I mean, hydro city. Hydro means water. Mm-hmm. City means city. Hydro city. If we're going to talk about bad faith takes, if I'm, if I'm going to be full of it, it might as well be water. Alejandro three 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 seven 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 is here with a question. Sonic Frontier spoilers. Do you think if and when Sonic and Tangle are officially meeting in a game, it'll be like the comic page when they met flashback style, kind of like Amy's flashback in adventure? I not necessarily. Um, It would entirely depend on the context of her introduction into the game universe. I mean, it could just as easily be, you know, she swings into the scene and it's like, Hey, Tangle, long time. No see. Cause we've heard that line a million times. <laughs> I tangle long time no see and should be like I just saw you yesterday <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a long time for me because I'm so fast <laughs> here's one from James the Redneck what are your thoughts on Pizza Tower and Mick Pig creator of the games if they gave you and Sega the green light on a Sonic crossover what would be the result um huge props to Mick Pig for making their own game and for it being such a success like mad props to you and all who were involved. Uh, I haven't played it myself, but having seen a bit of it, it's like, this could be a knuckles game. It kind of is. You yeah. get up speed, you go up walls, you smash through enemies. I mean, it's Sonic adjacent just enough that it would feel natural, but it would also be, you know, clearly his own style. I've also seen folks say this looks like, you know, what Wario should be like nowadays. If there's a new Wario game, it should basically be this. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Um, It's a great, great looking game. Not played it myself. I could see a very easy crossover potential because it is kind of Sonic adjacent in terms of gameplay. Like you could have different player characters with slightly different tweaks to them. Maybe Sonic has a easier time getting up to full speed maybe knuckles has an easier time ascending walls or can stop part way up that would require you to rethink some of the level designs and flow to be sure but you know you could take that the core mechanics of pizza tower and tinker with them and you know maybe it doesn't have to be like fully optimized maybe the characters are there just to have fun with Mm -hmm. but it could work it's kind of like wario land meets sonic (laughs) Mm -hmm. i appreciate that great music too just got to put that out there, of course, as always. And we got here one here from Power Vidsful. When Sage was integrated into the Ancients Network, did she and the End see each other? 
Uh, I don't think like directly eye to eye, but I think they were kind of aware of each other. I guess that might make sense. Hmm. Interesting. And our last one before we take a break is from Excel Hedge. Out of the IDW cast, who is the biggest bathroom hog? <laughs> oh, maybe Clutch by default because he doesn't have to share. He can take his time. He can, you know, preen and read a book and, you know, freshen up as long as he wants. Because who's going to tell him to move? Well, who's <laughs> going to tell him to move and survive afterwards? I guess. Who's the... Mm. Second place might be Jewel. I mean, she knows how to put herself together, but that kind of look takes time. Maybe. And where do you think she's going to buff her shell? Like the living room? Don't be ridiculous. That's gross. <laughs> uh, I, I can't say anything. I'm not going to say anything else. I think we're just going to take a break from that. I, I don't think, yeah, I shouldn't say anything else. We are back, and it's another one from Excel Hedge to start us off. Which non-super super form and MacGuffin would you want to bring in IDW? None of them. Overclocked Nicole. Well, that would require Nicole to come over, and that's well, part of Nicole. That's that's different. Well, you see, here's you can't bring in over. You can't have overclocked Nicole without Nicole. Come on. I know. That's what I'm saying. Bring in overclocked Nicole because then you get to bring in Nicole and. Ah, you're cheating the there system, you go. I approve. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, no ultrasonic, no turbo tails, <laughs> no hypersonic, is, hyper knuckles is the equivalent of supersonic. No, 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 hyper is a different form, dang it. Yeah, none of that. Hyper. Anyway, Mighty Gabura has another question. Is Sonic's multiverse limited in all permutations and all possible applications and contents? The last time, No. Here's one from Happy LGPK. Is there a problem between classic Sonic and the modern Sonic the Hedgehog in the games? Time Eater nearly destroyed everything. No, they seem pretty cool with each other, and the timeline got fixed. Hey! Uh, classic Sonic and modern Sonic, they're, they're fine. They're on good terms. I mean, I'd hope so. They're the same person, so it'd be kind of awkward. True Cosmic Digilab 79 has a question. Ian, if Capcom have you make a Mega Man Battle Network comic, what new male and female net navy we see? Hmm. Hmm. Splashwoman.exe? Yeah. Quakewoman.exe? Quakewoman.exe, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for it. I mean, I'm not super, super familiar with the Battle Network series. I never played them myself. I do not have the brain or dexterity for it. I tried a little bit because Aaliyah played them. Yeah. It's like, she's like, these are really cool. Try it out. And I'm like, how do you move on this grid and shoot and dodge and manage chips? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Give me little blue hedgehog who runs to the right, gets hit, grab ring, continue to run right and get hit. It's that's more my speed. But uh, I'd want to, you know, do my research on the Metal Network series and, you know, see what is already there, what niches aren't filled, what what opportunities there would be to explore, because it has a pretty robust extended cast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yes, there are tons of characters. It's a massive list of robot masters become net navvies and also characters from X becoming net navvies. There's a lot of characters. 
So, and then they have so their they necessarily be navigator, their operators mm-hmm. too. So, yeah, there's so it a lot. necessarily be as as much a need because classic <laughs> Mega Man is largely rock and roll, and then disposable Robot Masters one through eight per game. Generally, so, yeah. I, I, I would imagine Battle Network would be a little easier to adapt narratively and would fill in a lot of content just by virtue of what it already has. Battle Network is a bit more story-driven, too, so I mm-hmm. think that helps. All right, here's one from Madeline Blue Star 7. Would you describe Eggman and Metal Sonic's relationship as a father and son dynamic similar to that of Joomba and Stitch? I... I don't think Eggman sees Metal Sonic as anything other than a tool, a weapon. There's a fondness there that goes beyond just tool and weapon, but I wouldn't go so far as to say familial. It's definitely not on the level of Sage and Eggman. No, 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 no. 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 Maybe in the future that will change. Who knows? Now I'm cracking up with the idea of Battle Sonic having Stitch's voice. <laughs> there can only be one Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's what Madeline meant, but I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right, here's one from Speedweed. I need to know Dark Samus versus Surge. What do you want to see out of it, and what cool ass phase on powers would Surge get? Oh boy! <laughs> oh no! Oh. This is kind of assuming Surge survives. I think Dark Samus is packing a little more punch than your standard egg tech robot. Uh, yeah, but that's and, not any fun. We don't need a curb stomp battle. No. <laughs> I mean, Surge does have the speed on her side, so she would be able to get in and hit and get out. But Dark Samus has a lot of various ranged and area of effect attacks, so it would be frantic constantly moving a trading of blows and dodging more than half the time as various attacks are flung at one another. But, uh, now let's say surge manages to win the battle of attrition and bops dark Samus out of the fight, but has taken on a fair amount of phase on radiation. Like she has inert metal virus in her cellular structure, corrupt that with phase on. <laughs> Oh, oh like, no! That could that could go all number of ways, like making her even more spiky, punk, gothy looking. Maybe it starts to transform her into something akin to a metal virus zombie, but with her own will intact, so she is able to use that resilience and maybe even increased conductivity to her advantage. Or maybe it goes full on body horror corruption and we get something akin to like a metal werehog surge there's a lot of ways you could go with that i mean regardless of what direction it goes in all i know is that adam bryce thomas drawing it would be incredible oh, i'd be sick it would absolutely be uh, uh, just uh, mind-blowing probably your mind would be just blown all over blown to pieces i know mine would be here's a question from the spooky mage I have to ask, is there a chance of Princess Elise or humans returning in the IDW comics? Also, how would you rewrite Elise if given the chance? Not anytime soon. 
um, for various reasons that I don't know if I can get into right now. To rewrite a lease, the, we've touched on this a few times in the show. I feel like there are ways to explore her character and her inability to emote, not just cry, but to be heavily reserved for fear of unleashing what's within her. But uh, I feel like she's crossed that bridge already. I mean, it would take a while to figure out where she is character-wise since all that growth happened in a timeline that erased itself. But, you know, because she was never infested, infected? How do you want to describe that? Possessed by Iblis. She never would have had to reserve herself or take that hard lesson. Her father wouldn't have died either. So I, she would be more or less a completely different character to a degree. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's showing up in Sonic Channel stuff recently. That might be mm-hmm. an interesting move. So who knows? We got another one from Happy LGPK. So guys, what do you think that girls love Sonic for his own adventures in games? Do you think his sneakers are the coolest thing on the planet? Mobius needs to be saved by Sonic and Sally again. Do girls love Sonic? I mean, sure. I guess they do. Yeah, I'm sure he's got all sorts of fanboys and fangirls around the world enchanted by his daring do. <laughs> yes, I think they do. His sneakers are pretty cool. Not gonna lie. They are. I wanted some of those soap shoes so bad. They are not my style. I am not going to break my neck attempting to grind, but they were cool looking shoes, man. <laughs> yes. Sonic has cool shoes. If there's one thing he's got, it's cool shoes. Here's a question from Diamond Death. If IDW closes, will IDW Sonic material be off limits, or do you think we'd see it continue under another publisher? I really worry for another reboot. I am no legal expert. And I cannot speak for Sega as a representative. But from my understanding, from where I see things, the IDW cast was created in a completely different context. They are extended universe material. And, you know, we've seen them in, we've seen a little bit of it in the mobile games. We have a little bit of a name drop in Frontiers. They are as much part of the extended cast as the Babylon Rogues or. Uh, anybody we saw in the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog, they don't have the same uh, pedigree, importance, I guess. Reach. But they're also extreme. Yeah. And they're also extremely new Yeah, in the context of everything. Like we barely have time to see Blaze or Silver, let alone characters originating in the comics. So, and the intention right now is that IDW is part of the modern narrative. So in a scenario that there is a new Sonic comic somewhere someday, which I'm not saying is anything I'm preparing for quite the opposite. Uh, But in some kind of doomsday scenario where, you know, yet again, here we go. I would think it would be, if not a direct continuation would still utilize that material. Because whoever is driving that narrative still has to abide by the licensor oversight. And one of the things that the licensor is looking for is, you know, to keep an eye on this modern narrative. So I don't know if this hypothetical other book would pick up any storylines that like weren't completed 
by IDW necessarily. They might prefer to do their own thing. I don't know. That we'd have to cross that bridge when we came to it. We, I say, as if I would be there by default. But uh, I think, I think personally that the IDW crew are more likely to be in the life raft than the Archie Sonic characters were. They're safer, I think. I would suspect that the uh, contract and everything that IDW and Sega have is vastly different from whatever contract Archie and Sega had. So It wasn't written on a typewriter, I can tell you that. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, come on. It was 1993. What do you want from them? <laughs> uh, all right. Here's another one from Speedweed. Look, I love Ravenbeak, Samus, and the idea of the Big Birdman styling in the Sonic universe. And how would you feel about them using the Chaos Emeralds? Ah, oh, cripes. <laughs> yeah, Samus. you really want to give that super science marauding jerkwad one emerald, let alone all seven? I mean, I'd want to give Samus all seven. <laughs> <sighs> super hyper beam? Well, I guess hyper is kind of a loaded context. Super power beam. There you go. Mm, super screw attack. <laughs> like fully integrated super power suit. Uh, I mean, she would just basically spin dash <laughs> when she yeah. turned into a ball. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I would be here for it. I'm down. I'm ready. Let's do it, Ian. Hurry up. What are you waiting for? There you go. Ravenbeak got a hold of them and he handed them out to six potential science projects. Samus <laughs> has to blow them all up. And he is the final boss. And of course, he has the final emerald. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't want to imagine Ridley with emeralds. Sounds frightening. Mm-hmm. I'm frightened. No, Ridley, Ridley found some other power source. We had Dark Spine Ridley. <laughs> oh, no. But also, oh, yes. <laughs> I'm into it. I am into it. And here's one from JJ Slider. Since Sage made the cyber cages and the cages cyber corrupted Sonic upon being broken, can Sage cyber corrupt others directly? No. Uh, the cyber corruption was a result of interfacing with the ancients tech and messing with material that was kind of bleeding between dimensions. Sage is by herself a uh, electronic being. She can exist in cyberspace, but she is not an aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm laughing at this last one because I, I, I don't think we can do this. <laughs> at least not this time. Oh, we can. We can try. Well, we can't. It's just going to sound awful. Yeah, we can try. <laughs> this last one is a request from Hero Squad. Can you two acapella The Lion Sleeps Tonight? Yeah, lyrics, or do you need a link? Yeah, I'll get the lyrics here real quick. I know, I know. I can't even do it. I can't even do it right. I guess I need to be listening. You want me to lead and you just kind of pop in? I can do that, I guess. It would do it, whatever. <laughs> and a three, two, one. 
We we are we 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 are In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. Near the village, the peaceful village, the lion sleeps tonight. Near the village, the quiet village, the lion sleeps tonight. We we mumble away. Hush, my darling, don't fear, my darling, the lion sleeps tonight. Hush, my darling, don't fear, my darling, the lion sleeps tonight. Oh, oh, you know what? That wasn't too bad, <laughs> except for my random drop-ins. <laughs> the ch- such a charming song that you know, every now and again I got the whim to sing it. It's it's just a whim away, a whim away, a whim away, a whim away. Uh huh. <laughs> well, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's all we got. Yeah, thank you again to everyone who sponsored and supported the YouTube live uh, Q&A session. Hopefully I'll be back and fighting fit at the end of May. Oh my God, it's going to be the end of May. <clears throat> and thank you as always to our supporters over at patreon.com slash bumblecast, ko-fi.com slash bumblecast, and our YouTube members, as previously mentioned. Yeah, that, that kind of destroyed what was left of my voice. Mmm, 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 mmm. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. And we will see you next time on the Bumblecast, the Bumblecast, the Bumblecast, the Bumblecast, the Bumblecast. You've been listening to the Bumblecast, a co-production of Bumble King Comics and the KNGI Network. Original theme music composed by Ken Coda Snyder. Remixed intro by T Lopes. Find out more information, along with podcast feeder links, MP3 downloads, and more at bumbleking.com and kngi.org. <laughs>